0: I wish my brain worked. <laughs> I wanna say we wanna <laughs> we wanna create like a whole body of like of like um postmodern, like post humanism modifications where we have like nanobots holding our eyes open and inflatable bones so we're like indestructible and we can advance to the next level level of evolution and we're gonna to come to the conclusion, as well as finding this best Jeff Goldblum. Let's go, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Forever in
1: Bloom, a cinematic exploration uh, fuck. To Forever in Bloom, a cinematic exploration, celebration, and investigation into Jeff Goldblum. First off, what film are we talking about today? I nearly said Silverado. Uh Transylvania Six 5,
0: I wrote Which... down Transylvania Five 6,
2: <laughs> I mean that's that's good enough because other than the title song, where does the five six where does the Six 5, feature in the film? It's the name of the hotel that they're staying in. Is that what it
1: is? Yeah, when, um, oh, piss, what's his name? Feos, who's a don, uh, answers the phone. It's like, this is the Transylvania
2: 65000. You're right. You're right. I didn't even put those two things together. Man, wake up. I thought that
0: was just like a really meta decision? They were like, right, we're going to introduce the film within the The film.
1: The title is apparently a a pun on like Pennsylvania 65000, although I don't know what that is.
2: It's probably a hyper-specific joke to like U.S. area codes or something, <laughs> yeah. which, if you ask me, is ripe soil for British comedy because we know all about it. <laughs> we know all. We know all about. I know loads of things about Pennsylvania. Ask me one. Ask me something about Pennsylvania. Who's no. there? Ah. Uh, he's. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not Googling. Um,
0: <laughs> I can what's... see the glare of Googling <laughs> <Yeah>. in <their> glasses.
2: <laughs> also, I don't think that a state has a mayor. But let's just find out.
0: Well, Transylvania has a mayor.
2: That's
1: true, and I think. At... But is it oh, a no. state? No, because it's in Romania. Is it a state yeah. or is it a city? It's a town. It's a town. Is and... a
0: state, just a city.
2: No,
1: is this is such a great podcast <laughs> anyway <laughs> um beth what's what's this film about
0: um so jeff goldblum is a journalist and uh him and uh a guy whose name i've forgotten okay Gil. what's his name
1: gill gill Gil. who is a feathery-haired simp
2: That sums that's up a, the film. Really. I did. I didn't get the featheriness, but I get. I. I do know what you mean, actually. Yeah.
0: I get. I get the featheriness. It's got this big, massive, like, 80s ungroomed blonde hair, and uh, it's fairly groomed. Is it? Eh. It's got that kind of 80s frizz about it. Yeah. That a lot of men feather- seem just, to have. That then just naturally disappeared in the 90s. That's the feather,
2: mate. That's the feathered hair.
0: Yeah um
2: i've definitely seen him in some things but
1: i can't yeah, work a, out what a, he, what's his name it's ed begley jr he's been in a few things
2: yeah i'm looking through the list right now he's in ghostbusters oh he's in the new ghostbusters uh so so, it's a
1: fairly decent cast in this to be fair you've got yeah you got jeff yeah. goldblum you've got ed begley jr you've got carol Kane, you've got gina davis so it's, it's not a bad Apparently cast. all of
0: the main cast were all over six foot tall
1: yeah, about the average of six foot three actually the, i'm glad you brought that up because i specifically copied the exact wording of the guy on imdb that mentioned this because his phrasing is beautiful he said, "Although this, <laughs> although this comedy film is reputed to be short on laughs, it is long on cast. The main characters <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Ed Begley Jr., Michael Richards, Jeffrey Jones, and Jr. Davis all average six foot three tall.
0: Long on cast. I'm yeah, so sure like proud that. of that one.
2: <laughs> should be mate. short on laughs, long on cast. High fived himself <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> um, I just high fived myself. It's the most unsatisfying thing." It's Um, not
2: good. It's just clapping. It's called clapping.
0: Oh, shit, Um, yeah!
2: um, You're just giving yourself a a single clap, which is even more uh, demeaning. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. And you have to at least high-five yourself multiple times. But anyway, (laughs) this is a film where, once again, Jeff is playing a journalist, although a different kind of journalist this time. Yeah, Yeah, a journalist that was hired Um, for
1: his vocabulary.
2: He's working at what seems to be, like, just a, a, a trashy tabloid. It's called The Sensation. Is it, oh, is that, was that what it's called, The Sensation? I only made nine actual notes about this film. Nine? Nine lines. Oh, wow. And... Looks like
1: I'll be carrying it this episode, <laughs>
2: No, I, it's all <laughs> in here. You deserve here. it. You
1: carried the last one. You took it's a week all, off. It's, it. all,
2: it's all in here. But the first five of those nine are all quotes from the first scene.
1: Well, I should point out, like, a minute and 23 seconds in, we see a front page in one of the Sensation newspapers on the wall, and the headline says, Wet dreams, colon, are alien creatures
2: using your bodies for sex while you sleep? <laughs> and, I mean, that's a question I've always wanted to know the answer to. So
0: that's It would, the kind it would
2: explain of, lots of things. That's the level There's of two,
0: journalism that they're working on. Yeah, the it's... two other
1: headlines you see are, I was dead for a week and loved it. Good. Uh, and nuns run through the vatican naked
2: (laughs) (laughs) also good i I um,
0: am i mean i guess like i'm trying to think of like the 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 tabloid equivalent in the uk now the sun the sun yeah Yeah. it's kind of like less political than the sun though
2: yeah one of those magazines whose names i can't remember ever you know the ones that are just like
0: like a kind of like a like a gender neutral heat yeah
2: (laughs) Or, or Buzzfeed, it's like it's kind yeah, of really it's yeah, it's Buzzfeed, feed, isn't it? Of. It's clickbait, mate. It's, yeah, it's it, this listicles. Is... Yeah, yeah. It, clickbait before
0: the, the internet. Seventies eighties click, clickbait. Yeah, yeah.
2: One of, one of the things I quite liked, I thought that Jeff was quite Jeff in that first scene, mm. espe- especially in um when he was very, very clearly very vexed, saying, "Didn't you hire me to raise the journalistic level of this paper?" Yeah, and the way in which he says it is very good. And all I was thinking through this beginning scene is, I think we're Jeff in this situation, and we're trying to raise the journalistic level of film studies. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're trying we're film trying to studies. Bring some... You mean
0: film studies of like one particular dec- decade in America? Yeah, because that's and what of, it one, just and feels of like. one
2: actor. Um, yeah, um, but also the line. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drop this in here that we don't need to talk about it anymore. So my favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite lines in the film is from Gil talking to uh, the editor, saying, "You can't fire me. I'm your son." And the editor immediately spins around and just says, "Prove it." And then, <laughs> then end of end, end of scene. I really like that. It has got so some.
0: It, it actually, that first scene probably is the funniest. It's got some really clever moments. In there that are some good scene. lines in
1: this film, man. Some. Of it got, I mean, we do sadly get the, the return of sleazy sex pest
2: Jeff, don't we? That's true. That's true. Um, um, and we do have. There are some. I think it's hard to talk about the film without talking about some kind of harmful stereotypes. Yeah. Of uh, Romanian people. Yeah, um, I mean
1: the accent, the range of accents in this movie is absolutely insane. I
2: read
0: and that Warren, a lot of the act. Sorry, I read that a lot no. of the actors are from Transylvania.
2: Well then, I don't think their accents are very good in that case. I because I no, thought that uh, I was it's, thinking it's their It's a lot of the background ones. It's a lot of the, the uh,
1: background ones. Not they the were all hired. Uh, like they may have like one or two lines, but like very small roles were all hired yeah. uh, like day of or sorry, like the day before each scene kind of thing. It was like very last minute on everything. Fair enough. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's not great on that sense. But there is still some cracking lines much i'd probably say my favorite line in this is when jeff is in the restaurant on a date and the waiter Only comes a couple along. are your local people are just pissing through <laughs> i'm just pissing through i think
2: i did i did like that that did and and he very knowingly says you know he joins in with the gag <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like, yeah, we're just pissing through. <laughs> but, then, but then they do sing New York, New York." <laughs> Very <laughs> There badly, is quite a
0: few, so. um, like, uh, cult- cultural language kind of gags in this, isn't it? Like, yeah, like, like 80s, just like. kind of capitalising on that sense of misunderstanding between, yeah. like, borders. And there's one gag that keeps coming up where, so someone from Transylvania will say to an American person, as you guys say in America... Till yeah. the cows come home and then yeah. they, they don't like explain that and the Americans just really confuse and that happens <laughs> like three or four times.
2: Yeah, That's quite,
0: yeah. I quite like comedy like that where it doesn't feel the need to explain itself or spoon feed you. It just kind of happens and if you get it, you get it and if you don't, you just move on. Or yeah, if, It feels if like there's good. nothing to get and therefore you don't, you're not feeling like, oh, I, I should laugh because it's a funny moment because it's not. Yeah. But that like awkwardness makes it quite funny in a way. Yeah, yeah. But, but, okay, but Which anyway. is why I, I kind of found this film a bit weird because a lot of the, the comedy was actually a little bit too smart for kids to get. It was a little bit too subtle or it was really, mm. really not subtle and really slapstick. There was no like in the middle.
2: Are you yeah. assuming that this was a kid's film? PG-13 is I the rating. I kind
0: of got the sense of the campiness of it and the, like, the costumey nature of it and the, the cartoonish mannerisms. I kind of got but, a sense I've, that it would be appeasing uh, to kids. It's
1: listed as a comedy horror.
2: Yeah, I've yeah. Read, so I've read some reviews of this film. <laughs> um and they were not children that were writing these reviews based on the way that what they children, were talking about Gina what children
0: Davis, write film so. reviews.
2: It's <laughs> a very uh, good point. <laughs> but um but um, anyway, let's actually, we should explain what the film okay. is about. Yes. Yeah.
0: So they get sent to, so two journalists get sent to Trans, Transylvania to, uh, they're Lit basically, for Frankenstein. They're, all they're given is, um, so, so the film starts with this piece of found footage of these two kids messing around and apparently they get, or one of them, they get chased or abducted by a monster and they think that it's Frankenstein. Uh, so they're the, Leader of the um, tabloid newspaper sends them over there uh, to investigate. And then on the way there, Jeff Goldblum uh, spots this attractive young woman uh, with her daughter and tries to hit on the daughter. Oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> No. <laughs> he tries to hit on the woman he tells his co-investigator his co- investigator to go play with the child Gail. so he can go chat up the child's mum which I think is yeah, very 80s and good. weird he
2: agrees to do that
0: he goes no I'm not playing with her she's not my age which I think is a fucking hilarious line That's he good. is like a man child <laughs> yeah. his, his co-worker yeah, is a solid man child and they, inv- they get this like older brother younger brother dynamic which is kind of entertaining well,
1: interestingly IMDB lists the like keywords or buzzwords as this as as father son dynamic
0: Father son, yeah, I can see that. Father son relationship. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, and then, so uh, it kind of, as the story unfolds, it's kind of this comedy horror parody type thing. Um, and they basically approach a number of different monsters, who all turn out to be normal, real people in a very Scooby Doo esque
1: yeah, a wild ending reveal
0: scene. Yeah, yeah, that that fucking reveal scene just went on and on, and I just
1: got worse and worse it got more worse and, more and worse problematic yeah yeah
0: um <laughs> but
1: I, I guess we will get there In the we uh, will yeah,
0: that's that's the ending Yes, yeah, so I they work. fly
1: over to transylvania and they stay at this hotel where they meet the mayor who's a really weird dude clearly hiding a lot of things um and they're introduced to Fejos, who is like the the concierge who just loves practical jokes and
2: and is the funniest person in this movie i think
1: yeah but is still reduced to that fucking stereotype of just oh good. Yeah. it's good but every like yeah. vaguely european character says in like an, uh, an american thing
2: you're, you're um, forgetting the very important yeah at the end of that sentence it's good yeah <laughs> that uh, happens every, like every it's, it's literally like every third time he says it i think yeah
1: it's crazy um, yeah, and they get introduced when so they go knock on the door of the hotel, and they, he just like pops out this weird, like Robert Downey Jr. looking fucking puppet. I'm so just...
2: glad. <laughs> I am. So...
0: <laughs> yeah, that puppet was pretty spooky, wasn't it?
2: I, I that was six, probably the my...
0: scariest part of the film. <laughs> that puppet.
2: No, yeah, yeah I say that. Six of nine for me was. Is that a tiny Robert, Downer, Robert Downey Jr. in regards to that little puppet? Nice. I couldn't stop looking at it. Also, I've just clocked that the the, the hotel the mayor yeah. is um the Weasley father in the Harry Potter films. No he's not. Is he, yes he is. Is he not? No, he's not. No, I'm not. pretty sure he is. <laughs> no, no, he's not. not. <laughs> he's not. I just I just had to check and he's just completely not. My brain no. just <laughs> Seb, those films are like
1: twenty five years apart, mate. <laughs> What's your point? That they would look they would look exactly the same age.
2: Yeah, you're right.
0: He is, however, in Beetlejuice <laughs> and co-stars alongside uh Gina Davis. Yes. And, and a young Alec Baldwin. And I'd say a lot is... of the art direction is very similar. If you compare the two films. It's very, very yeah, similar.
1: This guy, I can't I can't remember the director's name, I'll find it. He um he made a lot of weird comedies around like mm. monster stuff. Like he did the uh Dracula Dead and Loving It with Leslie Nielsen. Um,
2: I've actually uh, never seen that, but I'm aware of it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is also actually a really badly rated film on the internet.
1: Yeah, it's like two and a half stars on IMDb, I think.
0: Yeah. I think um, from all the reviews I read, it was people saying, I loved this film as a child and watching it back now. I hate it, and yeah. it solely like rides on that nostalgia front. So I think in the eighties, there would have been a generation of kids that watched it and thought it was amazing, mm. and now they're watching it back, and yeah. it's just it's just a bad film. There are it is some a bad film.
2: I did laugh a bit. I will be. I think. I think to be <laughs> the to worst be very honest, that kind of got me, man. there's one scene that that made me laugh more than anything else, and it's re, it's relatively near to the beginning, and it involves the, the classic gag of your arm or leg not actually being real and it being a fake arm or leg. (laughs) Um, Did that get you, mate? The hand didn't, but when he repeatedly would put the leg in the door as the door was being closed.
1: Well, that's always the setup for when later on he actually gets his leg caught and then Gil just (laughs) yanks him out of the fucking cupboard. But but no, I'd probably say my, my funniest moment from the film that got me the most was when Gil was climbing up a wall to try and get into the doctor's place. You're right. Um, And then it's quite a high wall. And as like these women come round, he tries to like act natural. And (laughs) as if you would like just lean on the walls with just your elbows, but he's like four foot off the ground, just using his (laughs)
2: elbows to lean on the wall. And it just really got me, man. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. There is some good physical humor to be fair.
2: Yeah. I think the humor that does work is, is somewhat slapstick. In, it, in its sort of, like, mm. physicality.
0: Yeah. Jeff's Think- got
1: some some good
2: uh, some good burns and sh- shutting down old Gil. He does. Jeff plays a character that is quite aggressive towards his colleague.
1: Yeah, I mean, at one point he, like, starts to strangle him, but there's, like, a little bit of a weird about the Jeff energy that comes through in it, as if, like, if Jeff was going to snap and kill someone, I feel like this is how, because he was just singing everything he hated about him.
0: For 35 what are you doing?
1: years I've washed your don't clothes. Don't talk me like that! Listen to your stories no. I've put up with Wait, your come crap. On. You're, that's too not, tight. we're here I'm going to wring your neck. No.
0: Elizabeth! Well, I like the moment in the very opening scene where he's saying...
1: Look, when you talk to me, don't touch me. I don't touch you. No, what do you call uh, this and that and this. I don't want you to do this or this and especially this. I don't do that. Well, in case you think of it, I don't want you to do it.
0: <laughs> it's just a really—it's just like a really funny moment of physical physical comedy and kind of sets up their dynamic between the, the two characters quite well. Mm. Um, yeah,
1: if he wasn't such a bag, I'd quite enjoy him in this, Jeff, really. Because, I mean, I he complains s- for a lot of the time that, they're not doing work, and he wants to be doing work because he's not contributing anything to journalism. And then when Gil actually kind of finds that there's some truth in these monsters and shit around this town, he's just blowing it off to go on dates and picnics with the girl he's been harassing. Yeah, the whole I, feel, time.
0: I feel like they they maybe fell a bit short in terms of like they were like, well, okay, well we need a reason for Jeff Goldblum's character to want to be there. Oh, let's just shove in a mm. love interest, yeah. and you don't re- you don't really care for the love interest. It's not like. Well, no, it's not, it's like not a...
1: really that. It's He's being a sex pest.
0: Yeah, he's being a sex pest. She's not really that interested. She only cares about the well-being of her daughter, which I guess then gives him an incentive to help find mm. her daughter. That's, mm. like, the main reason they probably get yeah, that. Yeah, before, before
1: that, that bef- even before, like, she get, she goes missing, he's on the phone to her trying to, like, organise a date, and this girl's, what, like, th- five, six has years to be, old?
2: Has no older than that. And,
1: uh... She's saying she's got no one to look after the kid. And he's like, well, the hospital's got a babysitter. Hospitals don't do the babysitting things. Hotel. So- I, d- I don't hotel. think it was a hospital. Uh, hotel. hotel uh, and- send, her,
0: send her to the hospital.
1: <laughs> but then he literally just says like, yeah, but she's old enough, right? She can she'll be all right.
0: Yeah, he says like, oh, she's very responsible. Yeah, Like trying to praise her just to sleep yeah. with her mum. Oh, it's so sweet.'
2: We do have to come to the conclusion that it's it's kind of his fault that the young girl was lost in the woods
0: gets stolen by Chewbacca yeah uh <laughs> Chewbacca oh no, not Chewbacca, although one does look like Chewbacca Frankenstein, and then the hairy man
1: the the wolf man, <laughs>
0: the wolf man, yeah
1: There's... yeah, so yeah, in general there was you yeah, once they get to this place they yeah find out this guy's got a load of like a wolf man a mummy and a, a vampire and a Frankenstein and all this sort of shit hide, hidden around. And the, the doctor has, whenever he gets angry and is on like the mad scientist side, because he has these two sides. One's like a diplomat or something. The other side's like, oh, no, it's just a normal doctor. It's like but, a Jekyll and uh,
0: Hyde situation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: a much better way of putting it. Um, it.
2: But it's a Jekyll and Hyde situation that's based purely on whether he's in his lab or not. Yeah. yeah,
1: he Steps out which, and he's fine. Steps in, ruffles, ruffles his hair and goes nuts.
2: Yeah, fully. So this is, let's, okay. There's, there's a strange dynamic between two characters in this film that we've I, not yet I spoken know, about. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them so it's, much. Which is, and it's the, I've forgotten their names. Do you have them to hand? Or, yeah.
1: Um, Jack and Jill. No, it's, it's Radu and yeah, Loopy.
0: Oh, you're not talking about you not talking about the hunched over couple.
2: Yeah, yeah, Radu and Loopy.
0: They're called Jack and Jill.
2: No, they're not.
0: Yeah, they are. In Wikipedia, it says so.
2: What uh, the
1: the butlers, the butler and the maid. Yeah. No, they always call him Radu.
2: Yeah, no, that's definitely it. It's Radu and Loopy. Jack and Jill. From. (laughs) Are you aware that there is that there is a Transylvania six five thousand from the fifties as well?
0: (laughs) Don't. Beth, which film
2: did you watch? I watched (laughs)
0: Wish for again. No. So,
2: so Radu and Loopy, right? Yeah, Carol Kane, I think. Yeah, Yeah, Carol Kane plays Loopy. Um, so Radu is the is the he's their take on the traditional sort of Igor man servant. Yeah, you know, it's all yes master Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Um, (laughs) Good. And the first scene you're introduced to him and his wife is he's in the dining room and he's asked to go and prepare them their lunch. He then goes into the kitchen and I have never been more annoyed at a character than his wife i think <laughs> she is she is insufferable in the way that she sort of is like constantly like around him and a step yeah. behind him and there's a weird there's a, i it just made me intensely uncomfortable Do you know that that entire kitchen scene is improvised I don't like that i don't uh, like that knowledge
1: the... <laughs> The the only thing that was on the script was
2: uh, cut fruit, cut and serve fruit. Yeah, and the fact that then as a lunch you just take them each a half grapefruit. Yeah, I I thought they were big lemons. I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> Why like, well, they were just eating a big lemon? I mean, grapefruits are nice, but that's not a whole lunch, right? No. People eat more than a single half grapefruit for lunch.
1: <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I, I have a line that I'm hoping maybe I missed something that you two can give me some context on. And it was when everything starts to kick off in the doctor's lab where all the monsters are and stuff, when Jeff and the others are breaking in to save Gil, um, the the wolfman grabs and catches Jeff and says,
2: I've got you now, you communist. <laughs> no, I, I noticed that and there's no communism talk prior for Insane. the whole film
0: Insane. it feels like there could be potentially a, a, an extra layer of of something slightly more political underneath but i don't know what it is
1: do you think maybe <laughs> they tried to like set up or they like took in in editing this film down to the hour and a half mark they took out a bunch of setup scenes for that gag Forgetting and then leaving the gag in at the end. And now we just have this thing that makes no fucking sense. This year, this film was released on Blu-ray.
0: This film?
1: Yeah, Transylvania 65,000 was released on Blu-ray, February 11th, 2020.
0: Who is ordering the (laughs) Blu-ray?
1: Well, it's like
2: like Bonsai came out in Blu-ray last
1: year. Speaking of who ordered things and who paid for things, there is some interesting things about the financing of this movie.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: So... This movie was financed by the Dow Chemical Company, who uh, are an American, like multinational chemical corporation. They're like one of the top three, uh, like chemical manufacturers in the world, and they financed this film in order to spend frozen finances uh, that the company had in Yugoslavia.
2: <laughs> I like that. I actually quite. In- I'm quite. I'm quite happy about. The fact so that this film strange. was not just made because someone wanted to make this film—they <laughs> needed an excuse to see like that. Gina to Davis in a very deep V, the deepest <laughs> I, of V's. I'm not joking. When I was looking through reviews for this film, lots of people talk about her outfit.
0: Yeah, it's the only thing that makes it not really appropriate for kids. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, she say. she looks amazing, but it is pretty bad that that's. I mean the the female representation in this film isn't great.
2: It's garbage. It's it's, it's I'd argue it's pretty terrible.
0: And her whole thing about her having Silverado. her having low self-esteem and that's the only reason she pretends to be a vampire. Like she's Yeah, the...
1: and it was just that she just got a nose job. Yeah. Like he's talking about the fact that someone he completely changed someone's entire body, face and everything, but mm. she feels insecure because she's just got a nose job. And yeah. why should i put can i point out did he keep her in chains if she just
2: had a nose job (laughs) and
0: it makes no this is a good point
2: (laughs) but he did he did call her a nymphomaniac so maybe it was for it was for his own safety oh his own (laughs) um she, is, there is, there is one good
1: line from the Doctor. To be fair, he he does sound a lot like Angry Mario when he's like the the, the mad scientist because an A gets put in between every word. Yeah. Um, uh, but he's someone. I think it was Loopy. I think the one of the sidekicks said. Do you want to wait
2: for Lightning Master? I don't work with lightning. I hate it. I work with all this other shit.
1: It <laughs> just ends like, gestured vaguely to all I, of the machines that are in his lab. I thought, I thought that
2: his accent was very. I hate that we keep talking about this, but I thought his accent was like John Lithgow in
0: I Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah, I totally yeah, yeah, got that like vibe. That. I wasn't going to bring it up because I'm so over that film, but <laughs> it definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I'm vibes. never
2: going to escape it. Just, it's just like I wonder if they had the same Taylor who was also their their vocal coach. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but like, the accents in this film are all over the place yeah
0: that's just a thing Um, of the 80s isn't it that's what we're learning they didn't have voice coaches back in the 80s
1: wild time that films were made uh so
2: what's your true bloom then people oh well let me open up the spreadsheet so i can add these to it as we go i actually gave
0: it quite high i gave it a six
2: i think that's reasonable actually really
0: Yeah. yeah he is very bloomy in this film it's it's I the mannerisms so. it's, it's yeah but i'm reminded also very of sleazy. the earlier i'm reminded of the earlier versions of jeff where he is a lot more out there because i think we've had a bit of a blip recently where he's done a few films where he hasn't really featured that heavily and he hasn't really been able to bring himself to his role and i think we're coming back now we're coming back a bit into
1: yeah
0: higher true bloom ratings in this film. yeah
1: but i'll be honest i gave it a two and a half. half. Oh, okay because so his mannerisms did come through in a bit but he was just too much of a dickhead and angry at the world and and chasing chasing a mum to uh to, for me to feel like it was our true boy uh, it wasn't my jeff that's all i'm saying okay. not my
2: jeff but um so i've i gave it a 5 because i i'm more on beth's side on this one well in that there, he's got and he's got some good smirks and some little eye flicks and some he's got those little Those tiny bits of Jeff that that are shining through, you know?
0: There's a lightness and there's a campiness and there's a sense of humor to his sleaziness. Yeah. But it is still sleaziness. Um, Do you want to hear a quick uh, IMDb review? Yeah, always. Okay, so this is my favorite one. Um, One out of 10 stars. uh, They've titled it Not Even Good for a Kid. I wow. saw this <laughs> I saw this movie originally in the theater when I was 10 even at that age the humor was mildly insulting to my adolescent mm-hmm. intelligence wow. In the past whenever I would see uh, Ed Begley Jr. or Jeff Goldblum, I would cringe and start to feel very uncomfortable and even slightly sad until I was reminded of the existence of this movie. Today, I was unsure why I felt that way. Apparently, I had blocked out my memory of this movie, yet my negative feelings towards the two perpetrators remained. Apparently, <laughs> I forgot that I had saw uh, that I had seen this movie, but subconsciously mourned the pieces of my soul that had been stolen, nay eaten, by the creators oh. of this Jesus. Human, inhuman work. <laughs> I haven't been brave enough to try watching it as an adult. I imagine that as part of the healing process that I should probably try and look at confronting this childhood fear so that I can truly put it behind me. Some, rep- <laughs> some regression therapy and or hypnosis might not be a bad idea either. One star. Yeah. That oh, was a...
1: my God. I, <laughs> sorry. There's something I'd like to drill in on there. And that this guy is a, is a man now. He's, a, he's an adult human.
2: Yeah.
0: We always uh, assume they're dudes. Do you think that's our...
1: our uh, we assumed the last prejudice. one was a woman and then she turned out to be a guy. I thought
0: it was a mouse librarian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, okay, they're an adult. They, they specifically say that they are an adult. Yeah. And they haven't watched this film since they were a child. Yeah. So they've been, like, steaming on this film for 20 years. To then be like, you know what? Fuck it! I'm gonna write a review, and then like, just goes and like slams the without movie online without even rewatching
0: it because they've said they're too afraid to rewatch yeah, it. so, just they must so have, like, angry about their Glanced memory. at a trailer or a poster or something, and then got up the IMDb page and then written this review <laughs> without even rewatching it.
1: That's such like, an at, insane At least rewatch mindset. the
2: film if you're gonna roast it, right? Mm. Uh, what's what's the old craft then? I gave this a four. Yeah. I the think, ADR I th- is awful, man. The ADR, I did notice, was pretty rough. It's so bad. Equally, some of the cuts are all over the place. Yeah. Like, there's, there were a couple of cuts that just, like, made no sense. Like, I'm pretty sure I thought the scene was about to continue and it just sort of moved to something completely different. Mm. Which, <laughs> which, put, but on, but, but, some of it looks okay. So that's why it's important. <laughs>
0: I gave
1: it a three.
0: I gave it a four. I think it does, it does have its moments. It has some funny, some funny phys, physical comedy moments and some good writing, but they're so sparse and they're so far apart. And um, I just can't forgive the fact that it's, it's you know, got this label of uh, being a comedy horror hybrid, but there's no horror in there. There is literally mm. no horror. There's not even stabs at horror.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I I gave it a three for craft, and I also gave it a three for enjoyability in the end, because it it was there were, like you said, there were some good jokes, man. There were some funny lines that made me laugh, but the film overall was just, especially the longer it got went on, the more problematic it became, and I kind of yeah, it kind of undercut undercut all of the st- stuff that had come before, really.
0: Do you, it, uh, the thing I fa- really found recently, especially in quarantine, even more so. Is that when I watch a film, it the tone of the film then defines the tone of my day, and when mm. we're watching all these films that, like we wouldn't really choose to watch most of these films if we weren't doing this project, yeah. so it just feels it feels so like it's such like an involuntary um, kind of. Um, disposition to have of like, oh, I'm watching this fucking shit comedy, not horror film from the 80s on my day I off. I think
1: the only way I can like give a real world example of what it sometimes feels like, specifically with Silverado last week is, uh, you know, when you're on like an escalator, think back to the before times when people were still allowed in uh, shopping places. Okay. If you're on I'm an escalator there. and the person in front of you farts, and then you have no option but to just be dragged through that far. <laughs> that is, is what some of these films <laughs> I've never feel thought like. about
0: it that way before. <laughs> Imagine seeing like the UV filter <laughs> yeah, the footage of, of that <laughs> process with like someone you know. That would be <sighs> horrible.
2: <laughs> that would—that's pretty bad. Yeah, but that's and you are at butt
0: height like aren't you? Depending on like how many—if—if st- if you're doing the right thing and you're like a solid two steps behind them, especially yeah, in yeah. today's day and age, you are like solid butts to mouth no, level. No, this,
1: this isn't like a mid-drift drag. You're getting your your head and shoulders are being dragged straight through that cloud. Oh,
0: that's so vile.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so. To me,
2: blame the people that made these movies. I'm sort of like picturing it the same imagine what it would feel like to push your head through like a big thing of cotton wool like that well, I feel the... like that
1: would be infinitely nicer. I would I rather f- ru-
2: I would rather run through a
1: mile of cotton wool than watch Silverado again. I know we're not even talking about this film. But <laughs> you keep just... talking
0: about Silverado you're like know. this you're like this guy. You're gonna write a review in twenty years' time of Silverado.
1: I will yearly annual <laughs>
2: review. It's me again still hate it <laughs> I watch it again this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seb. Yes. Bloomiverse. So. So. This is a pretty easy one, I think. Um, in right. that this is, this is now the fourth film where Jeff is a journalist.
1: Has it been four? It's wow. been four. Can you listen Which is items? wild.
2: So, we had Between the Lines. Between the Lines. Um, we had. Oh. Yeah, go on. S- special Little delivery. Cl- yeah, and The Big Chill, and this is number 4. Wow. Oh, yeah. Cuz in The Big Chill he's a journalist and writer. Yeah, he is. And you know, these all tie together with their various their various um he's never doing the same job. He's always he's always doing a slightly different role at each of these different outlets. Well,
1: in in that's because didn't we speak about the fact that he is using journalism to learn about us as a society before he moves on to our sciences
2: absolutely so he spent some time reviewing and writing about music he spent some time uh sort of looking into like what did he say he was writing an essay about um like midwestern life at the end of one of the other films
1: yeah and um, you kind of get the idea that he's been doing this this shitty like monster tabloid stuff for a while, and now
2: he's got the urge to want to go off into the Middle East and see yeah. the conflicts that he he wants, wants to. to do conflict and he wants to tell humanitarian stories as opposed to mm. to stories about a, a a rape or rope factory he um he also kind of looks similar
1: to how he did back in like the between the lines era with like the yeah. the bigger clothes and the the kind of j- the cooler patterns he's not like Beige man that he was, and in into the night.
2: Mm. So I, I i'm pretty sh- i'm pretty sure this is towards the end of his time in journalism. He's you know mm.
1: because he has the banging vocabulary now. That's what he got hired yeah. for.
2: He got hired for the vocabulary. And uh, also this this film is we have quite a lot of him in this. We actually have him in in exactly fifty one percent of the film. Wow. Um, it, the film is an hour and thirty one minutes, and he's in it for for. Uh, uh, 49 point something. Do you, he,
0: do you reckon he demanded 51%?
2: <laughs> maybe. Maybe he was like, I have to be in it more than anyone else.
0: <laughs> I own 51% I... of this film.
1: Yeah, maybe I... Jeff owns Dow Chemical Company and he... <laughs> it was his money that was frozen. <laughs>
2: I don't think I could do a Jeff Goldblum impression. No, of course you couldn't. Uh, you can't do any impression. I don't
0: think any of us could from our track record.
2: i th- I think I can do some impressions.
0: Oh, sorry. Scott,
2: <laughs> i thought you were getting angry at me saying i could do impressions you can barely do your own voice mate let alone someone else's
0: no my my
2: own voice is actually a refined instrument it's a refined tool of the craft <laughs> i know i know how to work i'm gonna, these I'm gonna
1: save in. you beth because we're gonna play taglines now <laughs> taglines and gaglines so seb never gets to do that impression
2: do you know what i'm gonna stop uh... you right there bud um, oh. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you where it sits on the board so that we can move on with our lives.
0: I didn't give you my enjoyability, did I?
2: Oh no, you didn't. What is it, <laughs> Beth? Four. What is it? Okay. Four. Okay. Well, because my because my sheet is full of maths, it just does it automatically for me. Um, but this is number ten. <laughs> That's out pretty high. Eighteen. It's it's pretty high. Uh, out of 16. No, out of 17 is what I've got here. Right. Are you happy about that? Are you too happy with what you've done?
0: (sighs) You always blame us. You always blame us for where it sits Uh, and it's all three of us.
1: Sorry, who gave it a 2.5, a 3, and a 3? Who's sitting up there with the 5s and the 6s?
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, this one's not on Liam.
0: (laughs) That is, Um, okay, that is quite high, but...
2: (laughs) Can I also, can I also just... (laughs) Can I can I take this in a slightly different direction? I'm just looking at my spreadsheet, having a really nice normal day. Right. And if I look and if I look up at a certain uh, a certain cell here, it says Seb equals rubbish baby cowboy, <laughs> 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 which um, I'm assuming someone wrote last week and I didn't notice it. But you don't know was who it was. Yeah, it was. I'm
0: ass- gonna. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna assume it was you. Yes. Um, so I'm, oh, I'm okay. just gonna. I'm just gonna go on record and say that i'm actually a fantastic baby cowboy <laughs> um, i'm gonna not- take that off the record i have final say over that so.
0: notice i use the equals because it's a spreadsheet
2: yeah that's really that's actually really <laughs> Multi- funny
0: multi-levels the see there's as intelligence to my humor
2: yeah no beth that was actually like <laughs> really super <funny>. intelligent <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh um, taglines baglines swaglines taglines lines. lines. uh three taglines two are written by me one is for this bad film number one two journalists a small european town and a mad scientist what could go wrong number two so beth do you want to
0: (laughs) nothing nothing
1: (laughs) (laughs) number two Wanted, two thrill-seeking reporters, brains optional, looking to dig up the story of a century for information for Transylvania 65000. Number three, vampires, werewolves and mummies. What else?
2: So I know that it's number three, I think, Um, because we've spoken about it previously on a recorded episode, I'm pretty sure.
1: Beth, Beth, what are you saying?
0: I'm really thinking about it this time because Good. last yeah, week cause... you, you criticised me, both of you, for not thinking about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you actively said you don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretending to give a shit now. Are you happy? Okay,
2: thank you. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's, that's the key to any relationship is to not deal with the issue but just pretend to <laughs> pretend to care more about the thing.
1: We have to do this once every two weeks. It's fine.
0: I know. But for some reason, every time I hear you say the read the taglines... I just I'm 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 transported to the same place like every every week or every the, two weeks ev- what of
1: every time you lose? Every
0: time and it's like this weird room that I'm sitting in and I'm alone <laughs> but I can hear your voice echoing like the loudest like through a tannoy I don't know why it's really strange Okay um, so
1: if people could let us know if anyone else feels like that, or if Seb, if Beth, sorry, is just having some sort of existential crisis <laughs> triggered by a tagline for a movie.
0: This is just a, a, a report of like, like an assessment of my, my, like, my breakdown over yes. the course of a, of a few months. Correct.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> I think I do think it's number three, but I, I, I don't know why. I just, I, maybe it's just because I'm siding with Seb. It just feels right. Number three feels right.
1: Well, Seb came in fucking hot, and the hubris, mate, of you thinking that you knew what this one was is insane because you were both wrong. Ah,
0: which one was it? You know what? I think we were talking about the poster. I read the synopsis. There I was read a the synopsis, and in it, it said something about could it be? Oh. And we were laughing about if films were like, could there be vampires, and then there wasn't any vampires. Um, I think that's why so, wires why got crossed.
1: The the actual tagline is, it is, two? is wanted to...
0: <laughs> Why <to laughs> did they throw, write it? Like a lonely heart sag from the mid-2000s?
1: Well, the thing is, it says, yeah, wanted brains optional, looking to dig up the story of a lifetime. For information, call... Dot, 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 and then it has the title of the movie on the poster, Transylvania 65000.
2: Incredible. That's actually a work of art, I think.
1: That it's tagline. not. It's really not.
2: I really was, I felt so strongly and I feel kind of deflated now. I've been, it's been, all of my knowledge has been taken from me, I think. (laughs) Yeah, this one's kind of done me in again. I was so Um, confident about that. I feel like I don't know anything anymore. I don't know who you are. I don't know who Beth is. Yeah, well, that's why I like this, because it keeps you on your fucking toes. That's a good game. Yeah, I broke them sometimes. They're still hurting. (laughs) They're still a bit fractured. So chill out. (laughs) Uh, yeah,
1: next is The Fly. Yeah.
2: Well, that's exciting. That's what I need in this time. Yeah, because I've never seen The Fly. so I'm No, really neither have I. This.
0: I haven't seen it in a long time, and uh, I love David, David Cronenberg, so I'm excited for it. And I oi, watched Videodrome not too long ago.
1: Well, <laughs> I'm about to become dust, I think, so... Uh, everybody that's listened thank you very much uh, you can get in contact with us on the usual ways at Bloom at gmail.com or instagram foreverinbloom bloom um, <laughs> uh, please share the show if you can that really helps and listen on Spotify because it's free and uh, helps spread spread the word of of what we're
2: putting ourselves through yeah if we're going to suffer other people should too
1: Yeah, and I'll be really interested to know if anyone is or is up for or is watching the films along with us or will watch all the films. I, I think don't it's... recommend it.
2: <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's a good education in watching how films just sometimes are allowed to be made for no good reason. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, because I people think... have money frozen in different <laughs> yeah. Eastern European countries. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, join us next week, or nope, two weeks time, I guess, for The Fly. The Fly. Uh, Seb, if you got anything you want to ask, ask old Jeff.
2: Do you know what? Something I'm not, I'm being deadly serious when I say this question just came to me when I was at work the other day. <laughs> Jeff makes me think of the sort of person who only wears like extremely specific materials for for his socks. <laughs> like like just he only, the socks. Like he he will only like he has separate jazz socks when he's playing piano to when he has like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I can see that. Yeah, so you want to so- ask him what socks? What are what his socks do? Yeah, Jeff, what do socks do? <laughs> what those? What what do those socks do? Well, um, on that note, see you yeah. later. In a in a bit, but Bye. thanks. Bye.